Hello, welcome to the self-learning podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start discussion on Unit 20, Gender and Development. And our topic is Agencies of Development. There is a close link between the change of overall status of women and the autonomy that she gains through changes in some crucial areas of her life that is access to education, better health care, access to gainful employment and opportunity to take decisions etc. The society as is empirically known does not guarantee these without struggle. Thus, there is a vicious circle, the three agencies which seem to help her in their struggle to break this circle and thereby help her gain the required autonomy are namely the individual or she herself, the community that she lives in and in the modern times the state. In recent times, there have been other agencies, the United Nations, the World Bank and multinational aid and developmental agencies, which are supra-state or multinational agencies. However, at the moment, in most places, they try and invoke primarily the agencies of self, community and the state is furthering the interest and development of women. There is a strong belief that is the librarian which insists that it is the individual and her merit that alone counts. An intervention by the community and the state on her behalf, they argue, proves not only counterproductive in the final analysis but also detrimental to her well-being. This proves helpful in pursuing policies which advocate the state's withdrawal from any welfare activities. It was made popular during the early 80s with people like Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan who argued for what is known as complete freedom to the individual and the withdrawal of the state from affairs of individual freedom. Thus women too have to fend for themselves according to this logic and only the meritorious would come up. There is another stand that is a communitarian view which has gained some popularity these days due to two factors. First, the most powerful women's movement over the last three decades have been fought by women with the help of the local communities. They have thus inspired our struggles. Second, the women aid agencies too are propagating the communitarian's idea in their programs. Quite often they are projected in opposition to the state. The basic proposition is that 
women's development and freedom lies in the community itself where rights are enshrined it is therefore the community which should be galvanized to further the development of the women on closer analysis however one finds that the nature or traditional communities in most places are bound up with patriarchal normative universe from which the women could hardly get due justice the religious communities village communities or even artificial communities like trade unions or other professional bodies are hardly the epitome of equality between men and women quite often the religious communities have made the life of women worse as has happened with the traditional hindu or for that matter muslim and christian social life the women in countries like algeria turkey tunisia morocco were gaining freedom and equality under modern regime till the islamicist arrived in the scene in the 80s so is the case with the catholic communities where the women are still struggling for their sexual rights or rights of divorce there are matrilineal communities where women possesses a lot of rights but a close look would reveal that the matters of power and political decisions are controlled by men there is also a continuous effort to wrest from the women's control even the residual powers thus the claim that the communitarians makes that is it is the communities which ensures real freedom for women seems on a careful analysis not true to the great extent however the communities of women have proved to be successful contribution of the feminist movement this not only gives women the much needed political and social space to express themselves freely but also paves the way for political and social mobilization in modern times it is the state which has most often played the crucial role in enabling the women to access those facilities and resources that facilities facilitate her autonomy however the dilemma remains that when the powers inimical to women's interest capture the state women are left to fight one more agency this time it is superior to all others by virtue of having a monopoly over the coercive authority when the state goes to war for example with another state it can be harsh to the rights of women iraq under the baath party rule 
in the 70s gave women tremendous autonomy and facilitated their development but the end of the 1970s 29% of the medical doctors 49% dentist 70% of the pharmacist 46% of the teachers and university lecturers 33% of the government staff and 45% farm employees were women maternity leave was generous and pregnant women had their job protected but the war with the iran in 1980s changed the state's attitude now they were told that they should bear five children to narrow the gap between the iraq population 15 million people and iran's 47 million from a very prominent one to a supportive role the state figured in all paradigm of development in the socialist model of development the state played not only a central role but was also the organizer and mobilizer of production in society market was seen to have no role in the decision of production however in cases like that of india state was thought to be pivotal and acted as such here state not only acted along side the market but at the same time it played a socially administratory role too on the other side of the spectrum societies like usa where state seems to have a withdrawal role in the final analysis it is the state which comes in basic developmental agent in both infrastructural as well as in the domain of infrastructural facilities for the development however the state has a significant role to play in the developing countries even in the scandinavian countries it is the state which has come up to mobilize the social resources to provide some of the largest welfare measures to the women in latin america for example it was the state which provided education to the largest chunk of women many of the west asian countries played a crucial role in changing the status of women here the state has to fight the family and community ties iran iraq tunisia turkey etc help to bring women out in the productive space and to attain some amount of autonomy in india for example like many other colonized countries the leadership of the freedom movement inherited the state apparatus of the est while rulers they tried to reorient those structures into taking up the role of new developmental tasks 
gender and particularly the development of women was also considered as the responsibility of state the women's movement in india for example till today keep forcing and demanding that the state should intervene more and more to bring equality between sexes in public places and workplaces curb violence against women in both domestic and public places and provide opportunities to women however the movement felt that making the state take up these tasks needs the presence of women in decision making places and hence there are demands for guaranteeing women space in the otherwise male domain of legislature the idea of well-being sees an entrenched women development in the development of her capabilities through which it argued her freedom and development is ensured these capabilities include those which are essential for her survival as a human being also exploring gender and human development in india martha nisubam argues very strongly for an approach which seeks to raise the capability of the women and therefore their possibilities in warding off the exclusionary chances she argues that the key to development of women is to provide them with the cover of justice because only in such a situation can these capability be ensured there is a strong need for fulfillment of what she tried to develop as the list of central human functional capabilities the list includes life bodily health bodily integrity senses imagination and thought emotions practical reason affiliation other species play control over one's own environment the fulfillment of these capabilities involves addressing the moral question too as it involves prioritizing the fulfillment of such capabilities over something else also it is a question of these human abilities exerting a moral claim in the political arena the basic intuition from which the capability approach begins in the political arena is that certain human abilities exert a moral claim that should be developed this backs the question as to whom does this make the claim on and then one realizes that for gender justice and development issues of larger society cannot be whisked away they are as important as talking about the claim of capabilities and there should be a democratic order to which these claims can be made and it is here that a human exploitation less society based on some normative horizon 
is strive for the century old women's movement has been a living testimony of how collective human endeavor can change the face of human civilization from a patriarchal barbarity to a more equal and just society now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast